Welcome back to African Dialogue. We're into our second segment now, and I'm joined by my colleague Dumelo Zulu for what's happening on social media. Dooms, thank you for, for joining us this morning. The biggest story this week was, was of this poor, um, this very sad, rather, death of the teenage girl who committed suicide after being bullied uh, at school. Yeah, indeed. Thank you for having me, Ayanda. Bullying has unfortunately and sadly reared its ugly head again in South Africa. And this this time got the spotlight, you know, uh, a lot of these incidences, 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 incidences. am I right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do happen and uh, they happen un- under the cover of dark. Mm. Now, in this case, uh, Lufuno Mabonga, uh, a learner at Mbilui Secondary School in the Vembe District uh, in the Mpopo province of South Africa, um, found herself uh, in a bit of a fracas with other learners where in that video you could clearly and visually see that she did not fight for herself. She was there trying to duck and dive all the assault that was, mm. you know, perpetrated towards and against her. And unfortunately, you know, it was a sad, sad moment to look at a defenseless young grade 10 learner who was being beaten up like that. And you could hear in the background other learners cheering on to say, beat her up, beat her up. And when you really listen to the background of the story, there was uh, issues around her being told that she's ugly. Mm. And she defended herself by saying, uh, it's not about the outside beauty, it's what you possess inside. So now you could tell about, uh, I mean, rather, you could tell that she was raised from a very decent family. She was probably even Christian on top of that because she did not fight back. She did not retaliate. She chose to rather inspire hope, inspire confidence in other learners to say, yes, you might think I'm ugly, but I don't think I am. But what matters is what is in me and, of course, my academic life and my progress in academics. Now, she found herself being bullied uh, at the school. I think it was not the first time. I mean, when something escalates to that um, extent, you can really tell that this probably may have not been the first time Mm -hmm. she faced such uh, attacks. Or maybe it might have not been physical previously. It might have been just Mm cyberbullying and all that. Now, experts do say that uh, such incidents are not uh, unique to, to learners. It happens on a daily basis where in most schools learners find themselves at the receiving end of bullies and normally the bullies will be the older children in the class or even the school or children who come from lack of a better way from dysfunctional families where mm-hmm. you know values morals uh, are not really taught or instilled and it's it's unfortunate that um, this happened outside of the premises of the school so the school could not have control over what happened there. But as we speak, you and I are looking now on the screen. The memorial service of Lufuno Mabunga mm. is currently going on. Earlier on, we saw devastating scenes of some of the learners collapsing there because they've been crying and crying so much. And the memorial service is just there to say to pay homage mm. to one of their own, saying, you know, messages have been reading those messages. A lot of people came out to say she did not deserve this. Mm. How, what happened to her? Now, after the video went viral, everyone saw the video. The video was just flowing around in the country. And subsequently, when she got home, she committed suicide. Mm. Now, it says she had been bothered so much about this. And after all, we don't deal 
with problems the same way you know so in in her case she resorted to suicide which says a lot about uh, the learners there in that school and also the fragility of the mindset of children who are in secondary school remember secondary school that's where you adolescence just has Mm. has just kicked in grade 10 i mean this is someone who's just you know got into puberty still trying to find out uh things about their bodies their emotions and all that Mm. and then here she is she finds she finds herself being humiliated like she was Mm. which is a very very sad um event and of course as child africa we do and have extended our deepest condolences to her and her family loved ones and the school Mm. let's go to um former president of south africa now jacob zuma snubbing chief justice mohueng mohueng's um appeal to him to respond in an affidavit as to why he shouldn't be jailed for contempt of court now the chief justice uh mohueng wrote a letter to former president jacob zuma asking him to make a recommendation on his behalf to say if he is found guilty of contempt of court what is a just and reasonable punishment mm. that he thinks is befitting mm. and the president snapped the chief justice mohueng to say he's not going to suggest anything he's actually ready for jail because mm, yeah. he feels that the judiciary and especially the high the highest court in the land the constitutional court is biased towards him and is out to get him now you'd remember that uh, this stems from the former president not appearing at the zondo commission of inquiry which the zondo commission of inquiry then took the matter to the constitutional court to compel him to appear before the commission of inquiry to which zuma still said he wouldn't appear because mm-hmm. uh in the previous uh, instances, he had claimed that himself and Zondo are friends. Mm. Then earlier on, he had claimed that they uh, have some family ties to it. Then the chief justice, uh, the deputy chief, uh, chief justice uh, Raymond Zondo, came out to explain what the case uh, is and really made those uh, statements to say he had never been uh, been invited to the Zuma residence. He's never wined and dined with the former president so he does not understand why he would have to recuse himself or uh, anything of that matter now the highest court in the land did issue an order to say he is compelled to attend the state capture commission of inquiry which he did not now the chief justice deputy chief justice raymond zonto then went back to the court to say please impose a prison sentence Mm. to this man because he's in contempt of court so now the case is the stage it's it's at a stage where there needs to be a determination by the concord to say is he in contempt of court is there another Mm. way to to get him to come in account mm, for mm, some of mm. the issues that because a lot of witnesses have implicated him uh, in a lot of statements they've they've mentioned his name over and over again as the head of state at the time when the project state capture had you know, started rolling up yeah mm. lastly south africa's health minister uh, temporarily suspending the rollout of the johnson and johnson uh, vaccine yeah now the american uh, uh, health expert Dr. Fauci released a statement to say uh, out of the about 6 million people, 6 point something million that they have jabbed with the J&J uh, vaccine, about 6 women came back and had brain clotting 
blood clotting in mm. the brain. And that became a, a bit of a concern for Dr. Fauci, who has now subsequently requested that all those countries that are going to be using J&J put it on pause until there are tests and research into could this be significant or is this just uh, insignificant and mm. just a coincidence that the six women out of six million, mm. because if you look at it in mathematic terms, it's less than a percent mm. of, of the people who receive the jabs. We know that here in South Africa, we've jabbed over 200,000 uh, doctors and nurses or health frontline healthcare workers and we haven't had a case of any blood clotting or whatever the case might have been. In our case, it has been just smooth running Experts and some critics are saying government is actually being, our government is being hasty. Mm. We should have just continued uh, with the administering of the J&J, Johnson & Johnson jabs, um, because we haven't had a case. But some are saying, but why do we need to have a case first to stop? Uh, America, which is one of the biggest countries, uh, in terms of population as well, is one of those mm. uh, countries that has a lot of population in terms of numbers is saying they are putting it on hold. So why don't we do it as well? Because um, if you look at economics as well, if there is going to be an intervention on their part, they could probably afford to do so and not us. So yes, as we speak, it's on hold until further notice. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Dooms. Uh, stay tuned to African Dialogue. When we come back, we'll take you to our third segment, zooming into the African continent.